looking at how business works and thinking about how you can make things better and improve the lives of the audiences that you're, that you're serving and including in those audiences, maybe even, you know, having some priority because the people who are out in the world that you're serving, maybe they're the most important audience, but, uh, but right with that, you have the people you're working with, you have the stakeholders, the people who are funding this, you know, the endeavors that you work on and thinking about how, so many concerns of business and mapping this out, there's a lot of, there's a lot of common ground from one business to the next, from one organization to the next. And the kind of um, dividing of specialties and concerns that you can find many common strategies to, to solve, such as, well, uh, studying, some folks study business or engineering or design or um, updated approaches toward creating valuable capability like this idea of product managers and uh, product designers or maybe folks in strategy or marketing or sales, finance, legal, HR, tech, facilities, all sorts of stuff. You can divide up these concerns of um, the, the entity that is an organization or a business of some sort. Uh, and it's well-established like this, this stuff is a pretty, pretty common pattern and fairly um, lots of common ground among folks in businesses, no matter where you are in the world or organizations, because, well, I mean, we're, we're humans and we, 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 we borrow and use ideas that help us solve problems. And yeah, having someone who is um, their day to day is thinking about financial health for an organization. That's really important. Um, how do they affect or influence, uh, the thing that I have the most practice and experience with the, uh, the, the design and creation of, of products, physical and digital products, services too, right? So how do you bring about those capabilities? That's typically what I'm involved in. And yet I can still appreciate this common construct, you know, common construct where it's like everyone in an organization has clients, right? Everyone has some kind of resources and um, process they need to manage to sort of bring about useful outcomes. And everyone's thinking about delivering efficiency, starting things, stopping things, short-term value, long-term value. How do you communicate? How do you collaborate? And uh, yeah, what do you what do you do to measure and observe and 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 do more and more useful things where you're learning and improving over time? That kind of sort of life cycle for um, a capability in a business that's I mean that's fairly fairly repeatable. I mean the someone in a um, a marketing department, a legal department, a finance department, a sales department, uh, and has a lot in common as far as the core function. It's in a way, it's almost like a citizen type thing. Um, all citizens have uh, the concerns of, well, where do they, uh, where do they live and how do they um, get their basic needs met and, and, you know, utilities and um, other institutional functions that help them be, uh, let's see, to, to be functioning members of this overall bigger um, collective, right? So anyway, businesses have that kind of 
situation too, where there's, they have their citizens. So what if, um, what if, okay, I'm going to set that, pause that. Now jumping into product design and development. And this idea that I've encountered and I've talked about a lot in different contexts and situations, and it's this Venn diagram of feasibility, viability, and desirability. And I initially encountered that because of working on teams who are tasked with innovation. But then sometimes you create a thing through an innovation process and it needs to be uh, supported, maintained, or um, packaged and handed to someone that is more operationally focused or what have you. And in some way, feasibility, viability, and desirability doesn't really go away to me. And so I... I, I, I kind of look at it as, well, if it's feasible, it's like, can you work with this? Are, are, you, are, are you good at producing it? Um, is it, um, yeah, can you make it happen, right? Is it feasible? If, is it viable? Uh, how does it work overall financially for the organization? Is it leading to, you know, profitability? Is it, uh, um, does it have, you know, does it trade one cost for another where it's, it's justifiable for something like um, ongoing research, but it doesn't actually um, fulfill a profit uh, goal or what have you? Anyway, so, but in some way, it's got to have this, this purpose figured out regarding how it works from a, feasibil- a, a viability standpoint. And, and then there's the desirability. There's always someone using the thing. Why would you make a thing or um, bring some capability into existence if there's no audience? So, of course, there's an audience. And how do they care and relate to it? And uh, if they have other options, how does it stand among these other options? Is, the, is what you're creating a perceivably better thing? And will people choose it for that? And of course, is it meeting meaningful, useful things and, and, and outcomes? Does it, does it do uh, useful jobs for its audience? And that's, that's the desirability thing. And each of these could be lots of branches and conversations and what have you, but uh, uh, the gist of it is that model was I maybe even created, but certainly popularized by this company, IDEO, who does a lot of uh, design and innovation work and helps, helps businesses sort of, you know, they get out of their typical day-to-day and, and uh, get really super immersed and affected by their audience. And they, they have a whole human-centered design process that it's really, um, it's pretty great. I've learned a lot from it and I think a lot of folks have. And so you hear, hear plenty of different designers talking about feasibility, viability, and desirability. And for me personally, I, I've, I see this um, general utility of it where it almost is a, uh, maybe I'm getting to the next stage of the, the, this concept here, which it's, what if it's, um, it's almost like if, if you could arrange a scenario game and the sort of teams and characters or what have you or their endeavors or products 
they could all have sort of a health indicator. Instead of a health bar, it's like, how many points do you have in your health? It's almost like three health bars. How feasible, viable, and desirable is it? And that now you combine that with this other thing, the sort of the, the common business citizen things that now what if all these different groups were sort of well, capabilities in a game. Maybe they're different. Um, maybe it's like a, a village type game where um, kind of like a, mm, I'm not probably characterizing this totally correct because I haven't played a ton of it, but like Starcraft or Warcraft 3, the, not the uh, RPG one, the uh, massively multiplayer thing. Uh, it's more creating and managing capabilities and how they produce things for the world around them. And so like, what if there's these little um, business villages that are comprised of these uh, business citizens that have uh, their, their skills and stuff they bring together in different, um, you know, as being customers of one another to serve the purpose of that overall village. And, so each village could be its own business endeavor for a given business or it's our competitor. And then in the landscape, you have, or somehow force of nature, but the audience, audiences, right? And how different business endeavors are sometimes reaching toward the same behaviors and same audience. Um, so I'm kind of, exploring this idea of, of it's a, this is a the podcast mm, thought journal experiment saying, what if there's a way to add some game dynamics to using feasibility, viability, and desirability and sort of put it into a human business endeavor sim. And it lets you play out some scenarios. Um, overall, I, you know, people are pretty good at learning, learning games, as long as the game is simple, has the, some clarity to it. And even, I mean, some games can be pretty deep and, um, uh, involved to understand rules and context and when, when rules apply and all that. And I, that wouldn't be my intent with, with at least the version of this I'm thinking of out loud, but what if you could play out scenarios of, okay, we, we are starting a product and we have um, not much market. What if we did some things to help bring, you know, gather intention, attention to this product and then uh, see how that plays out? How does that, have, that affect other things that we're doing as our business? How, who ends up, uh, what events does that cause for all the different types of business citizens or what have you? The, the you know, are we going to have suddenly lots of legal cost or um, challenges with um, having enough people to solve problems that we're we're starting to get into? So now maybe there's HR costs and stuff like that. Um, that kind of feed in where everyone has their some kind of health that's related to feasibility, viability, and desirability, and probably one more. At the very least, because there is the overall purpose of the village. So maybe it's sort of um, like maybe there's a health bar for the business itself. I don't know. Uh, so food for thought, 
exploring this idea that not to say that the the utility of the 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 that Venn diagram of feasibility, viability, desirability is fantastic. I having played with it over over the years and have you know maybe it's because I'm, I'm also a game designer and stuff. I, I I start to think well. What are some new ways that this could be explored that may help with new kinds of thinking and problem solving? And yeah, lots more to go with this this uh, concept. It's not it's not complete, but I'm just kind of wondering if that model could grow, change, and be or 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 be changed in, in because it's used in a different context, which is which is some kind of um, game with some rules that would play out and help you explore things in some scenarios. So. The Human Business Endeavor Sim. Placeholder name. Okay, so what is this? So this is the Polytechnicast, and that's my microjournal podcast. I try to make it micro. It's not very micro. But if you're, if you're here, you probably are aware of that. Uh, this episode's almost done, and I'm just kind of wrapping up with some, some thoughts here about, um, well, I do a lot of these podcasts in November, and that's because of the art sound off creative challenge, something that uh, my friend Jersey Droz and I started to challenge ourselves and uh, anyone else who hears our voice to, to give this journaling thing a try. And there's mechanisms and ideas and stuff to help make art sound off approachable and usable to people who are super new to this or, or very experienced. You can check out all that stuff at artsoundoff.com, including ideas like, well, you can just practice this and not share it. Or if uh, for those who are practicing and sharing, you can check out their work too by just following the hashtag Art Sound Off, uh, you know, your social network of choice. And uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, in this kind of update, I would call this a, 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 an update in the UX for All series and how it's morphing into the practicing UX series. And that's that's where I've been just exploring uh, topics that are um, just important to me related to just um, I feel like I have some things I need to unpack, explore, and to share. And in a way, it's like maybe this is rough drafting workshops or future writing and at blogging or who knows, maybe even a book, but it's getting these things out of my head and hopefully in a useful way through this, through this podcast, cause you're here. So, uh, that's, you know, that series is ongoing. I'm, I, I don't know, uh, exactly when it would wrap up, but it's probably not going to be going, uh, too frequent after, um, November 30th this year. So, uh, so we'll see. Anyway, um, if you have thoughts or reactions to this or any of the updates in the, in the uh, uh, UX for All or Practicing UX series, uh, you can reach me on the social networks where I am Rob Stenzinger. And via good old-fashioned email, I am Rob.Stenzinger. Nope. <laughs> old habits. I am Rob at ShieldsStenzinger.com. Thank you very much for listening.